0: Because you want to live in the forefront of your times, in ideals and in sacrifice, you have elected this. Live from Edwards Boulevard, it's Paul and Hi Z. Hi Z. We're going to try something different this week. I'm going to talk into the microphone. <laughs>
1: Let's not go too crazy. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, what, what's,
0: you know, what, what? That was the feedback that came from the PD.
1: Yeah, no, look, I have said talking to the microphone because somehow, and we'll just peel the curtain back on the wizard for a moment here. What's Ooh. left? What's <laughs> left? What is left? I am the only one that wears headphones when we are recording. Because so. we
0: only have the ability to do yes, one person. Yes, one headphone jack. And just like we've been meaning to buy new pornos,
1: oh, we still we've been meaning the... to buy
0: <laughs> a double head jack. But here we are, what, 52 podcasts in and we haven't been bothered to go and get the basic
1: technology. I went to a shop the other day too and my friend picked up. Do tell up... what <laughs>
0: happened in this shop.
1: My friend picked up a double headphone jack and said, oh, I bought this for me and my partner because it was a really romantic thing. Now we can listen to songs together. And oh, I actually said to her, dude. I just can't ever think of a reason I'd need one of those. Ah, what? What? <laughs> And then, Weekly. I, and then I realised, oh, that's why we
0: need one of those. Can we just get into the a couple that listens to music together stays together? Can't you just put it on speaker? I why do you have to share the headphones? But if
1: you're going for walks or something. No, no, <laughs> you would not share okay, the music. Okay, what about the one, two, three on a plane? Do you ever do that when you're flying with someone where you watch a movie at the exact same time? So you go one, two, three, play. No. Oh, come on now. That's the <laughs> How do you communicate the one, two, three? Because you, at the very beginning you make sure you one, two, three, press play at the same time so you're on exactly the same point in the movie and then you. so then you're laughing together. You're like, oh, that bit. And you're like, yeah, that bit. You don't have to say when you get to the bit in 15 minutes because the bit's happening at the same time. Okay,
0: so the only justification for multiple listening mm. is international flying. Okay. Yes. Do you have to go to the shops to buy? I mean, you know, the music, walking down the street. Sometimes just holding hands, or dare I say, being by yourself,
1: <laughs> or having a conversation. But oh, I think the let's, up... let's
0: not get out of control.
1: <laughs> the upshot of it is, is that I very stupidly completely forgot the fact that I do a weekly podcast when I looked at the headphone jack. So I apologise about that. But well, well, why that don't is... you think about me every day? <laughs> I, I do think about you every day, oh, Paulie.
0: I reckon once every three days. <laughs> normally, no, it starts with that. God. This takes a lot of editing. <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach.
1: So let's have a little conversation about Caitlyn Jenner. Wow. Well. Okay, let me say here, here and now for a woman, when you look at a person that used to be a bloke and now is a woman and they look better than you've ever oh. looked... Seriously. She scrubs up better than I've ever scrubbed up. Come on. I've never ever looked. There's one photo in particular where she's in a red dress in a car. Mm. I've never looked that pretty. Ever.
0: Okay, first things first. Yes, she looks pretty. But secondly... Annie Leibowitz, who is the photographer, mm-hmm. she could make a cactus look beautiful. Like, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like, she is the. Like, if you're going to hire anyone in the world mm. to make a hat full of assholes look all right. <laughs> so, not so, to mention
1: a hair and makeup team, but I still think she looks stunning. So,
0: hang on. So, mm. if Annie had this little canvas in front of me to work with, yeah. I mean, just imagine. <laughs>
1: but this is the upper. You'd look top 10 tranny. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I I do think the only thing I took issue with, whether you're a transsexual or, or whether you were born a woman, I just don't think that the one piece with the thighs out sitting on a chair is ever a good option.
0: I just generally I mean even in the Marilyn Monroe days, mm. there's just something about
1: Yeah. That yeah. sort of
0: very sort of pouchy Yes you know, <laughs> yeah. underpant look. And that just doesn't doesn't sell anything. We've
1: discussed it before. It doesn't matter if you're a size six or a size twenty six, thighs never look good when you're seated. They just never look good. They've got it, you know, if maybe he could have like lifted his bum a bit off the chair (laughs) and just like got his thighs up a bit. I mean, sure, that might have looked a bit awkward. But in the lead up to this reveal, Mm. I was a bit concerned. I didn't think, I'll be honest, when the
0: interview happened, Mm. I thought, I don't know what the last, Leap's going to be here. Still yeah. looks pretty blokey.
1: I was thinking a bit Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs>
0: You've denied Doubtfire. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs>
0: well, I don't know what... What's, I mean, I'm sure there's a list somewhere, so who could be bothered Googling? But mm. it looks like there's been... What, a chin shaving? So yes. maybe there's sort of a bit of a softening there. He also
1: had a shaving of his forehead because apparently Ooh. guys have something on their forehead that sticks out that girls don't. He's had a bit on the jaw, I think, mm. as well. I think he did that all at the one time. And obviously, as yes, that is not eyes and he had his nose. How
0: do you go to doctor's school for, you know, 17 years to work out, I'm going to be awesome at scalp shaving?
1: But I find this with the whole doctor realm of everything. Yeah. How do you get Very practice? nice hand gesture there, by the way. You've just, a hand <laughs> gest- you've just done a circular the nether around, around the area that apparently needs more work. I can practice balancing debits and credits on a balance sheet and nobody's <laughs> life is at life danger. But how do you practice, like, the first time you go into somebody's brain to give it a crack on the real thing?
0: I'm assuming it's exactly like the board game operation. Get <laughs> <laughs> the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Douche news, Ray. Right? <gasps> Douche, Douche news. news. Now, we all know Apple Watch uh, have brought out a... N- Sports watch, yeah. a normal watch, and then they have the stupid rich person's watch, the $14,000 oh, yeah.
1: Which version. I think are the uh, are the prettiest ones, which <laughs> I would like, but I can't afford $14,000 yeah. for a watch. That is the appropriate female response.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, there is a guy, a real estate heir, Douchebag. Okay, mm-hmm. who has bought two gold Apple iWatches worth £26,000 For his dog.
1: What dog needs to tell the time? What dog's double-checking its emails? (laughs) What dog can tell the time? All dogs want to do is sniff other dogs' bums and eat food and nap for a bit. I am
0: yet to find that app on the Apple Watch, the the (laughs) bum-sniffing app. If there happens to be one, like a little radius that comes up saying, like imagine like a Tinder Mm -hmm. and you just set it to up for it. Right? Mm-hmm. So then you're just walking along the street and you think it goes, ding, ding. Oh, within a kilometre range, May- there's a young lady who's into this.
1: Maybe there is a sniffer app where dogs can set their app to like a five-mile radius and other dogs with other Apple eye Watches on can put, you know what, I'm totally up for getting my bum sniff today. It's a narrow
0: business market.
1: <laughs> but I think r- if it
0: nails <laughs> it, if it lands it, it'll be a super rich dog that does it. What
1: is the point? Have you? Have we read further than the first line of the article? Hey, whoa! Whoa! <laughs>
0: Whoa, well, somebody's been sharpening that one for a while. Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au. Rach, uh, do you understand the magnetic pull, Mm. for want of a better term, Mm. of the adult industry to certain young women? Obviously, you would never do it. Most of your friends obviously would never do it because there's a, a doco that's coming up on Netflix, which is about a supposedly large number of... Women in America who, when they're 17 and three quarters, put up the flag to say, as soon as I'm 18, that's what I want to do with my life.
1: That they want to be call cool girls?
0: No, they're no, porn stars. I understand, okay, maybe 20, 21, 22, when you've had a few years of uh, loving under the belt, mm. you realise, A, I'm good at this, B, mm. there's some money in this, let's mm. go do it. But right out of the blocks at 18, what do you think the attraction is? Because I keep thinking about this, thinking, okay, the attraction is obviously easy money. You just, yes, people think this, easy money. But you've also got to understand, and even the dumbest person in the world would know, Mm. this lives forever. So it's not like, oh, look, I'll do five years of this, nobody will ever know.
1: I think all of these decisions that could potentially impact on you in a negative way, I don't know how we police this or how we get this to happen, but I don't think you should be able to make any stupid cyber decisions until you're 30. Very good call. You know, like until you have lived, had ups and downs, Mm. stuff-ups and made mistakes and learned your lesson and you're mature, I also think that there should be a 30 minimum cutoff for being famous. Oh, I feel like once you get to 30, Mm. you can handle fame in a way that isn't going to end up mean that you end up like Justin Bieber or Britney Spears (laughs) smashing a car with an umbrella or whatever. (laughs) You know, you have a bit of time to work out whether this is for Mm. you or not.
0: So if that was the case, then the following people would never have existed in popular culture. Okay. Janis Joplin. Okay. Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain. These
1: are all problematic to my uh, to Amy my house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is... This... Jim Morrison. All dead at 27. Okay. Yeah. So, it, it, what it, are we going to do? It doesn't work all the time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach.
1: Mm-hmm. Want a little Married at First Sight update? Well, yeah, married? but what about
0: last week? I mean, we broke news. Nobody picked that up.
1: Not a, not a word. Why aren't they listening to us? <laughs> is... is Anyone listening? Oh, hey, oh, hey,
0: hey, hey, hey.
1: You get know the numbers, we're we okay Yeah, no, we're doing okay. okay. We're doing okay. So uh Married at First Sight, I know you don't watch it, so I am the person. Not that... because I don't
0: want to, it's just I trust you yeah, to that's watch it, it for me. And us. I'm
1: happy to be that person in the show. So we've got we went through and delved a little bit further into each of the couple's lives mm. and also it's
0: not a revolving cast.
1: No, it's... four couples and that's it. What's so it for for how many weeks? Probably more than we'll be interested. How boring. I know. I
0: thought it was I thought it was literally like this week blah 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 no and then they get married and then like it's a perfect match no just... because
1: the first episode or the first two episodes were just the marriage because that's the least interesting oh. part of the process and then everything else is i mean have a crack at this if you were a tv producer and you said right what is a 101 way to get couples to have a fight and disagreement what can we get them to do where could we send them
0: oh let me guess Ikea. <laughs> yes. There we go. Oh, because, really? Yeah, because apparently
1: every, but the only way that you can tell if you're going to make it as a couple is by putting together flat pack furniture.
0: That's it. I, we're, we're okay at it now, but we have been through a blow-up phase with Ikea.
1: See, I've never uh, had the greatest of dramas with Ikea furniture and partners. I've always found it quite amusing.
0: Yeah, see, it's a multiplicity of things. It's firstly that ridiculous labyrinth that is it secondly it's the oh they don't have it in a size maybe it should be that i didn't so there's all those little niggles
1: right see i think from now on if i ever bought anything big from ikea i would just employ their services where they have somebody to come out and put it together for you i did that with the wardrobe never looked back yeah because otherwise you know if you're doing one of those big purchases like the wardrobe you've got is quite large mm. if you're off a mill at one end oh, you're off Four and a half meters at the other. Yeah. You know? That said,
0: though, we got a, a set of drawers mm-hmm. for Asher's room. I've got to say, you know, I'm pretty, as we've discussed many a time, and we all know, I'm fairly shit at being a bloke, <laughs> right? Yeah. But putting together those shelves and convincing myself I built shelves for my daughter. No, you did. I just felt this old school caveman. You
1: did. You, it's you did. It's kind of awesome. Many people would say, including many wives, see, that sense of achievement is why you should do more of that.
0: No. <laughs> no. It's like ice cream, it's a special treat. <laughs> But because I overindulge in ice cream, other things become special. There traits. you go.
1: So they went to IKEA and built some furniture. Unsurprisingly, it was pretty underwhelming. It's mm. not like you whip out a you know a flat pack bed and all of a sudden World War Three erupts. Correct.
0: What did they have to build?
1: Oh, beds mostly. Mm. They were getting new beds. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah, I will give you the quick synopsis. Basically, we have got Ronnie and Michael. Ronnie is, is your dad. <laughs> Dad's lonely. <laughs> <laughs> He so was. Decided, <laughs> I don't know
0: what this is. This television. Yeah, thing, no. But I'm going on but it. But I'm in on it. I'm going to give it a crack. And you
1: want me to marry Michael? Okay, I'll give that a crack too. So Michael is the one that patched the friend of a friend of mine last mm. week. So these are the guys that clearly didn't work out. And I tell you why. Because it's week three and they still haven't slept in the same bed together. Right. Ronnie's holding herself back. She's not even. And every time he's like, "Oh, this we bought a new mattress. This will be comfy." And she's like, ha, 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 "Yeah, it would be, wouldn't?" Oh. night, <laughs> or oh, he leans in for a kiss, good night, and oh. she sort of makes an awkward joke, laughs in her face, and then he goes, Oh, that was a bit awkward. And then she's like, ah, ha, ah, ah, ah.
0: I feel oh, sorry God. for the bloke. Oh. Is, is the bloke nice?
1: He's a nice guy, and I feel so sorry for him because let's be honest, we have all been there. And dear God, the only thing that is saves any of us is that nobody else has to see our pathetic selves except for us. You yeah, know, yeah. we're the only one that is privy to the fact that we are throwing out ourselves on the mercy of this person who has no interest in us whatsoever and when we finally get over it and move on with our lives it is merely a memory in two people's brains it is not on the internet and on the channel nine website
0: What I like is this seemingly is very personal (laughs) you. It
1: is. (laughs) So Ronnie and Michael, they're never going to last. We clearly know about that. Claire and Lachlan. Well, do we have a new Australian television villain. This Claire Bird is just exactly what... Everybody envisages when they think about why blokes don't want to get into a relationship. She's just
0: all lock it down. She she's got the ring and now it's just
1: well he Lachlan's a farmer, right? He lives on a farm. He wanted her to come out for a day or two to go to the farm, and she. Has acting class that takes priority. She's got a very hectic schedule, Paul Murray. And she basically was like, I don't think you're thinking about me and taking my schedule into consideration and this isn't all right and I just want to... Turf this all in. I want to throw it all in. And then she gets up in the morning and she's taken her wedding ring off. And he's oh, sort of, one I of mean, those, one of those. That's, oh. it. that's it. I'm gone. And then he decides to send her, fl- I mean, this poor pussy whip bloke, I tell you, he sends her flowers at work and then it's all back and fine again. And then they're at the farm and she's like, Oh, I just feel like I have someone by my side. And then she said, You know what this feels like? It feels like all my years of relationship karma are coming back. All of those people that I've treated so well and so nice and oh, given out so wow. much to finally, I'm getting that back. And I'm like, I find that hard to believe.
0: Oh, what a. <laughs> <laughs> Get the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page.
1: Oh, and one more thing too before I finish up. There's one couple I can't remember them, but they're never going to last at all. Old mate, no mate. Old mate, old mate. Because the young girl who uh, was actually has a really interesting story. She came from Ethiopia and she was adopted as a baby um, from an orphanage. So mm. she's had a really, really um, you know, tough early childhood. But she was standing at the at the kitchen stove last night, saying to this poor bloke, is it tradie, really decent, lovely guy, salt of the earth. Aren't the
0: blokes assholes in this? Sure?
1: No, they're all pretty good. They're so, all pretty good. So,
0: because that seems a bit creepy if they've yeah. gone off and shopped for four four nice blokes and four weird
1: Sheila's. I think. Well, most of the Sheila's are okay. Like they're okay. okay. But she, this girl, it's actually she's alright at times. But you know, he was asking her. Clearly, she maybe has some doubts about whether they're compatible. And he said, oh, I just wonder whether you think we have the same interests or whether you think we're on the same page. And she's like, Well, I know that we're not going to have, um, you know, the same interests. I mean, I'm going to find it very weird that you don't know a lot about Nelson Mandela's life story. (laughs) And, you know, I'm sure you're going to find it really weird that I don't know um, much about uh, engines.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. I'll give you the tip which is faster and easier to know. Nelson Mandela, (laughs) born, blew stuff up, went to jail, became president, left...
1: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) motors, I got no idea Yeah, there's a thing called the carburetor
0: (laughs) Want to stay in touch? Head to the website paulandrache.com.au
1: You'd be in strife if you went to New York City at the moment. Don't tell me that. No, you would be. No, it's our town. I know no, it's our town. We love it. I oh, know we We've love it. We've held hands there and walked down the street. We've done all of those kind of things. But you like a man spread. I do. And that is the legs akimbo, sitting down, getting comfy and relaxed.
0: I'm, I'm doing it now. You are doing a man is, spread this is right the, now. Your knees either side. Knees no, either one. side, taking up a lot of room. It's not meant to be phallic or sexual no. or ladies. No, it's just. Comfort equals spread.
1: Mm, but this might be an issue in terms of the population of New York City. Mm. Policemen are now actually arresting men on the subway for doing the man spread because they're taking up too much room. Oh, come
0: <laughs> off it. Come <laughs> off it.
1: Seriously.
0: Seriously. Yeah. What, so the, hang on. So the guy mm. who's doing you know a little bit of uh, improv theatre in the middle of the subway, <laughs> he's fine the yeah. Sheilas who were dancing or the people sitting there with the massive boombox. But if I just sit there with my legs ever so slightly apart, yeah. I'm the
1: bad guy. Yeah,
0: you'll be arrested. Have you seen the crazy <laughs> shit that happens <laughs> on those subways? The people who use them as toilets.
1: That is so true, actually. Those people that get on. That on. is, Some of them are really very good, but then other people are just so flippin' irritating. And you think to yourself, I get it. Everybody's got to make a living, but far out... Could you do it somewhere where I can escape, or at least punch a window? Correct,
0: but how dare they ban the spread? Mm. How's that offend anyone? Like a dickhead, only a dickhead would continue that stance in a full carriage when nobody had space. Yeah. A decent person would just whack those legs together and say, oh, Dahl, have you got it?" Or you'd get up, you'd, mm. you'd make room.
1: Mm, I know. I don't know whether people find it offensive from a visual aspect because, uh, I mean, having somebody's I legs... find Lady
0: Gaga offensive <laughs> from a visual standpoint. <laughs> but you don't find me going to my nearest New York City copper saying, oi, that. <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach. Speaking of the States, let alone law has actually been... Followed up on mm. in Pennsylvania, which is uh, uh, Sheila is going to go on trial because she's a fortune teller, and they have a rule. I assume from back when there wasn't electricity <laughs> <laughs> and people rode goats, yeah, where uh, you know the the, the, the spells and the, the making of spells and curses and the telling of fortune are part of the dark arts. So essentially, it's sort of witchcrafty style. Trial oh. Now, the way it's going to go through the courts is a mixture of fraud mm-hmm. and the spiritual stuff. But the claim here is, is that this person made a lot of money, not a huge amount of money, it's like 50 grand mm. of money out of people, and when none of the predictions came true, somebody complained to the police, they've knocked on the door and said, well, it's basically fraud. I would imagine the whole idea of a person sitting there with a deck of cards or a crystal ball
1: If you don't think
0: that's bullshit to start with...
1: You're you're throwing your money down on it's black. Not, this is
0: not regulated by the government. If you believe in spirits, the other world, the that's fine. Mm. But that's a whole other world yeah. that the police don't
1: police. Yeah, this is not a regulated industry. No. This requires no degree or certification. Is am not a TAFE for this. No, exactly. Is it a little gold card? Though somebody's probably printed a word document, sort of. This is to certify that Whipsy Doolittle <laughs> is a you know.
0: But so you with your with your with your open heart. Mm. Are, are you, uh, do you think it's possible? Do you think it's plausible, the world of fortune-telling? Do you think there is there is a chance that there is a mystic somewhere with a little bit of an ability to see around the corner?
1: I think that there's something there. I'm not sure if it's Jackie from Melbourne Housewives. <laughs> 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 I'm still out on whether she's really got the gift or she just babbles on and, you know. I, so, you know what kills me about Jackie? She's f- annoying, but gee, she's hard to not like. Agree! God, that really bugs the hell out of me. She is really tough to not like. I I feel like there are people that have a bit of a gift. I think that once you're into the territory of this will happen to you, here is my prediction, Mm. you're in dangerous ground. Well, do you
0: remember when we went to America a few years ago, Mm. we went and saw that mystic in Texas. Yes. People go in there with a lot of hope that they're going to hear something back. So I think there's a certain sort of theatre sports skill in The Mystic to be able to say... Yes, I can communicate with... Uh, and then you drop in the name, mm-hmm. you know, there's...
1: Uh, it's counselling without a degree, correct? essentially. It's correct. just people that want to have a conversation. I also don't think that we got much back from that psychic that we visited because you set up the story that I was a recovering drug addict. That's true. <laughs>
0: That's true. So I might have slightly tipped the scale. Yeah, exactly. Get the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page.
1: What do you think about this situation? I want to know if I was correct in being irate. I always back you. Well, let's see. We had a, a window in the building that needed to be painted and it's in my roommate's room. And so the painter set up with me a time to turn up and paint the room. Mm-hmm. So he, it, this was a process of a few weeks because he kept cancelling on me and eventually he said, right, Tuesday at 8am I'll be there to paint. Why does
0: the whole room need to be repainted because of one window?
1: No, just the window but because my roommate is in that room and that's her shower, it's in her en suite oh. so it's got to be at a time that, you know, she can still whiz off to work and not be inconvenient. Right, so
0: he's trying to work out when your flatmate's in the shower <laughs> and that's the time he has to come around and, yes, yeah, kind of creepy guy. Okay. I'll be honest, I don't know where you found this tradesperson. Okay,
1: I like this guy less than I do do now which is saying something so he's agreed to turn up to turn up at eight o'clock my doorbell then rings at 20 past seven not eight o'clock not eight o'clock not right? eight o'clock and you
0: yourself could have been showered
1: well this is it and also if you say eight o'clock that is a contract between you and i that i will have the room ready at eight o'clock if that means then that i can somehow whiz myself together in 10 minutes and wake up at 7 50. Whatever. That's my business.
0: I'll be honest with you. Mm. I don't believe in the arriving early principle at all for anything, right? So our agreed time that I'd be here today, I was downstairs about half an hour beforehand. Now, nine times out of ten, I'm 45 minutes late, Mm -hmm. okay? (laughs) Running early for anything is not a thing, okay? But if I turn up early anywhere, I don't just go, well, I'm here now, text...
1: You know, no. can I come up? No. It's your time. Especially to a dinner party or any oh. of those kind of things, you know. Oh, we're just getting
0: everything ready. Yeah, oh, no, no, you can't no. turn up early. So but I think there are some people who deliberately like to turn up early to things like dinner parties just to trip you up to see you not quite at your best. Oh, really? You know, that sort of competitive yes. suburban thing where it's just like, well, I'll see whether Rachel. Really is as together as she always seems at this party. These
1: are the kind of people that sort of have a dinner prepared four days in advance before yeah. their guests turn up and then they come in, like, oh, you're only doing the Volivons now. Well, <laughs> mm. so this guy rolls up. He sort of, uh, you know, oh, I like let it, him upstairs. rolls up, get it? Uh, get it? Well I open the door. He's there with his we two wearing? mates, PJs, ooh, naturally. Ooh. Probably this that I'm wearing right now. Oh,
0: under the PJs?
1: Under the, just underwear.
0: Under the underwear. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, dear Lord. There's no head office
0: to complain to,
1: Rachel. <laughs> No, I know. I'm looking around for an HR form. Yeah, you're just looking like,
0: why? <laughs> the answer was more underpants.
1: <laughs> There's no one to help me. Uh, so this guy, I opened the door. He's there with his two painters. He, I opened the door. He just picks up his stuff like he's going to walk in. I said... Uh, Excuse me, you said 8 o'clock. Oh, sorry, we we got here early. No, I'm aware of that because it's 7.20 and you're standing in front of me. And
0: you would have fired up exactly in that tone too. Yeah, yeah. And you would have done your just little...
1: (laughs) (laughs) I said, my my roommate is still asleep and he gives me the... Oh, well, it's just that I've been up since 4.30 with the kids, so...
0: your problem.
1: Well, this may be six pm to you. <laughs> to us, it is the very first moment we have opened our eyes, like baby cats, just, just coming to you just know.
0: Going,
1: uh, 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 what? Uh, what? <laughs> who is this person at my door? So anyway, then he graciously said he'd give us fifteen minutes. Oh. <sighs> who is this guy? I know. what a chump! Who, who hired him? Uh, the real estate agent. Oh, then it's all you're in. You're in the box seat. So anyway, look,
0: mate, pal. 8 o'clock, your call, <laughs> goodbye, thump.
1: So anyway, he, he then leaves, he gives us time, gave us the courtesy to push in an extra 30. So he did actually wait until 8 o'clock. He came in, he did say I'm sorry. The next day, he was like, we're going to be there at 8 o'clock. He turned up an hour and a half late.
0: Oh. He's, he has given you a dose. He somehow decided, no, I'm going to stick it to those girls.
1: But now we're in the element where if I say I can be there at 8 o'clock, mm. I mean... I'm waiting around for you. I might have things to do. Correct. Lucky I don't. I (laughs) don't understand.
0: Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au. Rach, forgive me for being a little grubby this week, but uh, what can I say? That was my interest on the internet. (laughs) Yep. News.com.au. They've done a whole big thing about how young men hate wearing condoms refuse to wear them, they say they're the biggest mood killer, all the rest of it. Mm -hmm. So somebody's written one of those, boys, we need to have a talk about condoms. Mm -hmm. Now, let's not bore ourselves with the facts of this matter. Can I just simply record, while I understand, and look, we all know I've been together with Sean for a very long time, uh, but I've never understood why, if you were a bloke who wanted to get out there and have a different girlfriend every week, why wouldn't you wear a condom? Like, I mean... It's just I just I never understood this. And I know there are some mates who go, oh, mate, you know, I won't wear a bag because it's just, you know, <laughs> the feeling and that. So you do. Well, don't one, be promiscuous. One, no pregnancy. Yeah. Two, no STD. Yeah. Last time I checked... It's not a woolen jumper. Like, there is some (laughs) sensation still associated with wearing them.
1: Yeah. But if you are going out and meeting randoms and going back to their place and you're saying, oh, I just want to be free of the... I mean, you're an idiot. But also when they say the
0: greatest mood killer, isn't the greater mood killer when a bloke just says, I don't care if I make us have a baby?
1: No, the greater mood killer is when somebody says, what's your name?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Paul and Rach. Mm
1: -hmm. Time for questions of Paulie. Hi, everyone. Hi. Do you think on a pizza menu, when they list the ingredients, they should have to list cheese? Or is cheese a expected part of a pizza.
0: Oh, in the same way that the base is not an option. You don't have a cheese. If you don't have a cheese, if you don't have cheese, it's not a pizza. Okay, see, this is... toast.
1: This is where I ran into trouble the other day. I, as you know, am allergic to dairy and gluten. The double whammy, that is everything that is involved in a pizza. That is everything that makes a pizza delicious. But the other night... Me and 2.0 decided, let's get pizzas. I'm going to order the gluten-free base. We're going to go a little crazy. And I'm going to make sure I go through the ingredients, make sure there's nothing there that won't kill me. And then we're going to have pizza night.
0: And you've forgotten that standard is cheese.
1: Well, there it wasn't listed on the list of ingredients.
0: Okay, was it was it one of those crust fancy yes. ones?
1: I didn't – it wasn't listed as a just a general cheese. And then we got home two pizzas and I'm sniffing them the whole way home. Mm. I'm like an excited little puppy dog. I'm so – Did you get the
0: garlic squares?
1: No, I didn't get the garlic oh, squares. Oh, I don't know
0: why my voice just broke like I was 13.
1: Because <laughs> you get excited yeah. about <laughs> garlic squares. <laughs>
0: garlic square pizzas, just mm, yum.
1: They're very gourmet these days. We had like a chicken kimchi sort of mm. arrangement and then an Argentinian meat. I mean, they're, they're getting cra- – You know, it's not just your stock standard ham and pineapple. Yeah. This is how long it has been. Pe- Whatever. This is how long it's been since I've had a pizza. Mm. So I got the pizzas home. We've poured a bottle of wine. We've whipped open the thing. I've taken a giant bite and then I've pulled it out and I've gone. I've started to chew and I've pulled it out and I've seen that stringy bit and just went (laughs) straight out of my mouth (laughs) onto the plate. Because I completely forgot about cheese. Now I am gonna say to pizza owners and operators and workers, just put cheese as a stock standard because some of us are idiots. What so,
0: so on the menu asterisk, all pizzas include cheese? Yes. So please tell me, did you do that thing like I still do with, you know, fruit and veg on a pizza? You just scrape it all off and just ate the base?
1: Yeah, I had to pick and, – yeah. and the problem is – is <laughs> That's that such a bad look. The cheese is through everything. Oh, it's, uh, absolutely. It's like getting gum in your hair. Yeah. You know, like that's what the cheese does on a pizza. So when you – what I tried to do was pick the cheese off – and what I was left with was a few shards of meat oh. and essentially a base with a touch of sauce Please on it. Please
0: tell me that 2.0 is just eating where. What's the problem, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Get the guys up on the Ball and Rage Facebook page.
1: We must touch on something that has been a very big thing in my life in the last week. What? What's happening? My first real dose <gasps> yeah, sorry. of internet hate. <laughs> so you
0: write this amazing. <laughs> Like bang on perfect. Careful, careful.
1: <laughs> oh, well, perfect. You don't want to open up. Uh, you don't want to open yourself up to some of the hate. Oh, I don't
0: give a shit. You can uh, look. Here's here's the deal. If you've had a go at Rach, time to have a go at me, <laughs> and I'll. Can actually buy back. All right?
1: If you didn't read it, the essence of the article was that weddings have become a ridiculous cash grab. So rolling up to a place and they're like, this is what you need to get us. And we have a wishing well and you all have to put $100 in. And then all of our gifts are $300 and above. Like, yes, yeah. they are the smaller portion of weddings, but there are a growing number that are getting a bit like that. And a few of my friends have had weddings where it's a no gifts, please. And then all I want to do is buy them gifts. Now, if you say no gifts, please, but to avoid double ups, if you really really genuinely want to get us one. Here's a registry of stuff, but please don't feel obligated. That's one thing. But not a lot of weddings feel like that. You are a 1,000% right.
0: We're talking about this on telly. I'm backing you publicly, and I think Australia will back you. (laughs) Because tell me, what happens when you tell the truth... About how out of control weddings are. It's posted up at news.com.au.
1: What happened? Okay. I mean, the entire thing that started this whole tirade was a a comment that I thought was kind of funny because the very first piece of reaction that I got to the article was this. Uh news.com.au, whoa, somebody sounds single and bitter. What a load of shit, Rachel Corbett. And I thought, oh, that's hilarious. Like this guy's clearly gone a little above and beyond and gone a bit irate over my you know, what I thought was a fairly reasonable article. And then this is just your biological clock ticking, you need a boyfriend, uh, just some crazy, crazy...
0: Did you you get hit by, uh, what percentage do you reckon, male to female? Mostly ladies?
1: Mostly ladies, yeah. Who are
0: protected because, let's be honest, they've called the shots. Yeah. And that includes, we demand this, that and the other.
1: Plenty, too, of people going, I'm really disgusted because a wedding's really expensive and is it so bad to ask people to pay for gifts? Yes. It's your choice. If you want flamingos out the front, like, it's your choice. But
0: also, it's that weirdness of, you know, the day that costs... $20,000, $20,000, then you turn around and ask people for money. Yeah. On top of that, and saying, well, if you need money, maybe only spend 10000 Exactly.
1: Exactly. So, anyway, I, I just, it was my very first foray into such a significant <laughs> barrage. Well, okay.
0: Where, where did the hate come from? Online comments, Facebook, or Twitter? Where'd you get the worst of
1: it? Mostly Facebook.
0: Ah. Yeah. Facebook is. Pretty full on. I don't know what it is, and we see this on the the Facebook page for Paul Murray Live nine o'clock weeknight from Sky News.
1: Thank
0: you. People are so full on on Facebook.
1: One person said, "This is an ex- this is a view to be expressed in a private conversation amongst friends."
0: <laughs> I was like, "No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not seditious. You're not saying. You know what I think." Uh- we should overthrow the government. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: exactly. And this is how we're gonna do it.
0: You just said I've had enough
1: of people cash grabbing at weddings. What's wrong with that? I know, exactly. But it was my first go at internet hate. Welcome
0: to my world. <laughs> <laughs> Wanna stay in touch? Head to the website paulandrache.com.au.
1: I wanted to do a quick one before we go. No. Um, if we, if we need it. Is, is I'm
0: it, sorry. I'm, I'm done. Is
1: it guest I reading? I have to go. Okay, all right. I know you have to go. And I know I whizzed out very quickly last oh, podcast. Oh, last week.
0: <laughs> last week it was like one of those sort of, you know, uh, uh, Tom and Jerry cartoons. Foot out the door. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, uh, are we having a guest reading story time this week? Uh, yes. It's You,
0: however, have brought the guest.
1: Have This I? time.
0: Yes. Really? And it is... The Putty yum Girl.
1: Oh, shoot. Oh, she's only got one line. Well,
0: she's going to have to read <laughs> a collection of other lines. Because do you remember the in It was their little Yo Play uh, uh, spin off. And what was it?
1: No, monsieur. I did not know that put miam was high in protein and in calcium.
0: Well, that girl has now grown up, <laughs> she's now in her late 20s. And she's about to join us for Rachel's story Time, where we take something from
1: Picture Magazine. This is a disaster. Can I tell you before we get there, though, yeah. that this week was a very, very sad point as an allergy kid. I, my partner ate a mint-sliced biscuit, and I made him breathe on me so I could pretend that I ate it.
0: <laughs> what, you want to contact high? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I actually made him, like, breathe into my mouth. So that I could, so it could be in my mouth. What? Mouth to mouth, Yeah, mint? yeah. So I had the taste of chocolate mint slice. What well, was his
0: reaction, apart from getting his stuff and leaving? <laughs>
1: Well, he did it, and then when I went, I thought, oh, that was really funny, I might tweet about that. And he was like, could you not? <laughs>
0: so you, yeah, hang on, so so what a bloke 2.0 is, Oh yeah. in one weekend, there's you spitting out pizza because <laughs> it's got cheese <laughs> on it, and you're asking <laughs> him to
1: blow yeah.
0: mint in your mouth.
1: Love is about sacrifice. Uh, mostly his. <laughs> Get
0: the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Now, before we go, the put girl. <laughs>
1: This is the most ridiculous last-minute made-up character. Hey, hey, hey! Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. <laughs> you know, yeah, you've got to imagine yes. you're on stage. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. The joint is full. Okay. P.S. Mm. My mate Adam, big fan of your work, not just on the, the the Today Show, yeah, but he's a massive fan of the of the stage work. Huge oh. fan of, and he's, and like you, you're you are apparently quite the, the dish in the little theatre circuit that he's in. It. He's like, she's pretty awesome, dude. I said, I know she's pretty awesome. I've loved this girl for a long time. He goes, no, no, dude, she's pretty awesome. So I'll do this. Uh, follow Rach on Facebook, Twitter and all the rest of it and when she does a show, go and see her, okay? Don't go up and do anything weird. Yeah, I love you from the radio. She's very good on stage as well. Okay, so you've got to oh, imagine thanks. you're on stage, okay, all right, sweetie? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. The put him yum girl.
1: Is the come can the safe word be like calcium or something? So I can yes. say calcium. Calcium, calcium.
0: All right. Oh, no,
1: I'm so embarrassed because I'm really bad at accents unless I can actually specifically copy like a line.
0: Everyone listening is a friend.
1: <laughs> okay. Like just like the,
0: the joy of podcasting? Oh. There's no accidental listening. Do you want me to hold your hand?
1: Uh, I feel like, I mean, you know when you do like an improv class or something, maybe you don't know, and you have to do something silly like space jump. Yeah, well, okay. I feel like okay. I'm doing that right now. Okay. okay. Well, worst case scenario, yeah.
0: you know this isn't live.
1: Oh, yeah. I can just beat the whole <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> All right.
0: Calcium is the safe word. Righteous story time presented by the Putimyum yum girl.
1: Am I doing it little voice, put yum Yes. Okay. But she's grown up. She's grow- Oh, so she's adult, Putty Yeah, so there's, there's, there's no... Que- well, okay, I can't... Okay, we can't do this segment
0: if the Putty girl comes in here who's eight. Okay? So she has to be... you got to run with me on this. She okay. has to be older, but somehow has worked out how to bring back her eight-year-old voice okay. self. But okay, okay. But it's not an
1: eight-year-old reading it. Okay, but the voice sounds like an eight-year-old. Yes, so that's... that's- this is what you call work- workshopping live. Yeah, because how can we do
0: the segment if she's the actual eight year old? <laughs>
1: okay. Okay. Today's story is called Meet Lover. La <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Small towns are ill to grow up in when you're an 18 year old virgin. Oh, no. This is. Oh, a oh what a young girl. <laughs> Who knows everyone in the area. <laughs> now I don't sell are doing very well. <laughs> However. (laughs) It's a short
0: story, everyone. Relax. However.
1: (laughs) That will change the day that I visited the butcher.
0: I seriously can't do this. Okay, just do the last paragraph.
1: (laughs) Okay. Six months later, I moved to the big smoke, but I sure missed the friendly service of a country butcher. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we've missed all the good bits. See you next week. You're listening to Paul and Rach.